transition. So manifestation is the manifestation of a greater intuitive will. Not my will, but thine be done. The will of the Father acts through you. The will of the Holy Spirit acts through you in place of your ego, in place of your sense of me who takes credit and wins the game. When that steps out of the way, the Father's will can be done. The will of goodness, the will of love, the will of consciousness, the will of awareness, the will of freedom, will of joy that's what wants to rule the earth that's what that's what's meant by Christ is coming back that's what's meant by Christ rose from the dead you killed the body but you could not kill the will of the Lord It survives the death of the body. And it's amazing how as soon as Christ appeared, everybody's morality sort of updated to Christian perspective in all of in all the world, really. As soon as it happened, and then obviously there have been backlashes and and corruptions and all that that have occurred in the church. But really the that's what built this country. That ethic. That belief that sacrifice in the name of a greater good is the self-sacrifice in the name of a greater good brings the highest joy to all life forms. Everything prospers when the ego, when the illusion of self is sacrificed. Everything prospers. Everything is halted by that illusion, or it seems to be halted by that illusion. That there's an ego. That there's a me. Me needs more this. Me needs more that. Me needs more money. Me need more weed. Me need more X, Y, Z, E, T, C. Me, the sense of me always needs more. 
It's never satisfied with this. It can't see that this is already it. Me thinks this is not good enough. So all that we can do is keep pointing back to that dream and laughing at it. And we can't do it. Again, that's that's guided by the higher will. The higher self. So in, in cases where people have schizophrenic breaks or schizoaffective breaks, what's happening, what, what, that's how it's described in today's, you know, Newtonianized, pharmaceuticalized, biomechanical uh, perspective on the human body um, culture that we have today that is founded on chemistry and science, which is helpful in many ways, but also it's extremely limiting to our capacity to understand ourselves in many other ways. Anyhow, when someone has a schizoaffective break, what's happening to them or the way it would be described in perhaps less dogmatically scientismic because we don't really have a scientific perspective we have a scientismic as in we believe that what we we think we believe in science but really science is starting to tell us a completely different message message than the newtonian physics that we believe in anyhow so what we think is real is not like real like there's no solid matter that's already that's already quantum physicists have already seen through that illusion there's no solid stuff the atom is like 99.99999% empty space because there's nothing there there's no solid stuff you're not made of anything you're empty space you're already empty this is already empty it's a dream so when someone has a schizoaffective break what's happening is they're sort of realizing they're in a dream or what their their conception of reality gets broadened to a point that it's it, it gets open too far so we all have a certain degree of openness openness to experience openness to perspective openness to possibility This human being is high in openness, high in trait openness. And that can be um, experienced and expressed through music, or that can be experienced expressed through uh, many things, just openness to experience. And that paired with a low, extremely low trait neuroticism means that this one gets up to some wild shit sometimes. <laughs> 
Anyhow. Um, the way that process, that opening of the human mind beyond perhaps what the caution, the caution signs, the little caution buoys might um, permit. You know, when you go out to the beach, there's the buoys way far out and you swim up to them. And that's supposed to be like the, the end of where it's safe to swim. So someone who has a schizoaffective break. I keep calling it that. That's one way of looking at it. I'm going to I'm going to use different terms in a minute, but I'm, I want to put that uh, DSM turn term out there in the in the podcast so that it's heard so that you have a, a, a reference point as to where I'm going to go to with this explanation. But um, someone who's who, who that has happened to. They're swimming too far out. Their mind has gone too far out from the boundaries of day-to-day existence. And they're, they're, they're past the caution sign. They're past the point of no return and event horizon where they cannot see things the same way ever again. They have seen a certain truth. Or to them what has become truth. And to what let's say polite society would be an illusion they've seen a certain part of the dream and they cannot unsee it and so their mind has gone they're blown out their mind has gone too far out from the rings i don't know what to call it man i'm gonna i'm gonna remember what word i want to use after this podcast is over for sure A good example of someone who had this sort of psychotic break would be like Carl Jung. I'll never be able to pronounce his name properly. Carl Gustav Jung. I think that's decent. He sort of purposely underwent this process. He sort of purposely experimented on himself having this process happen to him. This process could be called enlightenment. This process could be called awakening. This process could be called, but awakening does not necessarily mean happiness or good or goodness all the time. That's what I mean. This awakening does not necessarily, this can ruin your life. This can fuck you up big time. If you figure this out too soon or you get this in the wrong way, like you have to be very careful as to how you receive this information. That's why um, people who experiment with drugs, Carl Gustav Jung had the um, quote of saying, uh, be careful of wisdom that you did not earn. Meaning if you cannot see this sober, then seeing it when you're high, fucked up off acid and your your brain chemistry or brain biochemistry is completely radically altered is probably not the best thing for you. It's probably not healthy. But, um, You could call this break from reality. 
call this a break from everyday reality, normal, um, Newtonian human perspective. Because that's, that's really what it means to have gone mad, is just you break from the Newtonian perspective. And you just see things, instead of a linear path, you see life as sort of a multi-dimensional process. Which is happening all at once, all at the same time. Even though it feels like the human is going in linear time, there's a perspective of wholeness that begins to creep in and break up that notion of lot, like day-to-day -day time. Time is an illusion. Time is a method of bookkeeping. Time is a method of human conceptual organization. It's how we keep track of this. But all this is already eternity. When the two become one, then you shall say unto the mountain to move, and the mountain will move. And the illusion of self breaks apart. Then you will speak the word. You will declare what will be, and it will be. You shall say unto the mountain to move, and the mountain will move. That's manifestation. It's not the manifestation of your ego, which wants like Lamborghinis and, and like 15 different girls and like all the money in the world and, and power and control. Not that. That's the dream. Manifestation of the will of intercommunicative intercommunicative consciousness. This. This is intercommunicative consciousness. You're constantly in communication. The internet is only bringing that to your attention now. Now you see how much you're communicating with the whole of creation and the whole of reality just within your ability to reach out socially, even through digital media. You don't need to be physically in someone's presence to interact with them. So that ability to move energy across the world, energy in the form of thoughts and ideas, ability to move, which are really the most powerful energy there is. Like the physical stuff is like dead energy. It's like dead, already manifested matter. Like this car I'm sitting in was an idea at someone in someone's head at some point. And at that point, it was much more fluid and open to remodification and transfer and transition and change. But now, once it's like the physical piece of matter, it's manifested, you can't really change it. Change, <coughs> change it that much. It's already 
caught in this form. But that's just pure energy. It's just energy in a form. And your body is just energy in a form. And that form can be shifted. It will shift. And the openness to that change. Again, we're coming back to openness because it has to do with manifestation. The openness to that change. Openness to the will of God, let's say. Um, if that happens too quickly and too radically. It's like a psychotic break. The ego is completely blown out. There's no, um, there's no responsiveness anymore. There's no story. There's no future anymore. It's just a radical, complete confrontment. You crash into this moment. You crash into eternity. And you witness that for yourself that this is all there is. And that it's one. And that there is no birth in it and no death. Although bodies seem to be doing that, those are just transferences of energy. They're just transitions of forms. But the belief the body has about itself, that it is a separate self, separate from the transitional energy that is moving through all things, is ego. It's a dream. It's a lie. And it's what, what causes the feeling of suffering, the feeling of limitation, the feeling of lack. Seeing through that illusion too quickly is a psychotic break in modern um, psychological terms. But it's also moksha, samadhi, nirvana, tao. It's also awakening from a dream, the dream of time, the dream of a future, the dream of death. Leave this conversation a bit more broken than you were before.